right, folks. Well, welcome to the third episode of the Real Marriage Podcast with Tom and Bethany Curie. Third episode. Okay, great. Beth's already on a roll. She's already exciting. She's already grinning from ear to ear. Um, and uh, we are excited to get into this tonight. Now, it's going to be interesting because uh, this is probably, um, of all the episodes, um, I mean, we've done a lot of these. We've done two, so this is three. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the one I would say we're least prepared for. Would you agree to that statement, Bethany? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. We're definitely... It's always in the heart, right? We're definitely least prepared for this, and... Um, uh, but we feel confident. We know where we're going. Mm-hmm. We know the two topics, right? Jesus is in us. That's right. He's and so this is us. this thing's just gonna flow. He said to open your mouth and he will fill it. It's just gonna flow, baby. We got <laughs> this, right? Uh, so we are going to be talking about, and I'm gonna struggle with this, and so I'm gonna get this right. I'm gonna work on this. Rafts, 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 and reality. And reality. Rafts. I don't Raft know reality. is a fun, funny word, isn't it? Raft. You're forgetting the T. <laughs> no, I'm not. Raft. Raftus. Raftus. Rafts. Hey, you want to go raffetissing with me? I sure do want to go raffetissing <laughs> with you. You don't know. What well, is raffetissing? So, the idea for this is kind of, it just kind of hit me today um, when we were talking about it. And yes, the ambiance I know is you want me and to And I just say. used a big word, so let's all just be proud. Ambiance, yeah. Ambiance is fun to say, uh, isn't it's such it? a big word. I'm so proud of We've you. We've got our fake candle going. Yes, our electronic candle is not burning. <laughs> um, it is slowly using the double A batteries that are within it. <laughs> Um, I was going to say... I now know how to explain what's inside of a AA battery, but we won't go there. Please don't. This isn't the podcast for that. Homeschool science. That's a new one that you should start. That would be amazing. Um, Homeschool science with Beth. I'm getting it all wrong. Uh, Photosynthesis (laughs) are when you take photos that are synthetic. (laughs) We just did photosynthesis this week, so I would nail it. Oh. Oh uh, yeah, this is us people, this and I'm is sorry. A Look, rabbit trail one today. Perhaps. Yeah, this is yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I, listen, Jesus it's Jesus is always with us and in us and giving us nuggets of wisdom. I feel like you were just repeating that to try to make yourself feel better about whatever may happen on this podcast. Is don't that be mean. is that kind of what's happening here? No, but it's the truth, oh, isn't then, it? I'll, the truth yeah, will say. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, rafts and uh, um, in reality. I feel like you're having way too fun coming up with these names. I am having a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> but I should get to make one up one time. You've picked every one. Well, if you would just get off your high horse so and get to work. So now, because that's, are we talking about that tonight? Well, that's the reality of today, isn't yeah, it? it is, yeah. all right? So, <laughs> all right, so I want to start by talking about rafts for a minute, because um, this is just... Honestly, this was just a sheer moment of joy for me. Okay. Um, that has uh, nothing to do with marriage. It has. It it, it does actually. Right. Once we get into the meat of this discussion, right. okay, you're going to tie it in for us. Oh, I've got it tied in. I'm just following along tonight and see Good. what happens. Buckle up, buckaroo, because we're <laughs> about to go on a magical little pony ride. Um, rafts. So this weekend, um, uh, Bethany and I um, actually. Yesterday, uh, we went to my parents' house. Uh, Naomi, um, our third child, Wildflower, she yep. has a birthday coming up on this coming Thursday for yep. us. She um, went to the actually, party. the day that this podcast will drop. So, happy birthday, Naomi! Naomi. It's your birthday today. That was fun. Um, yeah. She went to taco party. Yeah, so we are going to be with a taco pinata, which you still have pinata, to pinata, not a pinato. I do have to get that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, uh, her birthday's Thursday. And so we decided to drive out to see my mom and dad and do birthday gifts and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, but so we've got everyone loaded up and when we come to the corner where they live, I look out the window of my truck. Most amazing thing happened. And what folks. do I see, Beth? The most amazing thing, guys. It was glorious. Okay, so, so the snow's melted. Yes. And making lots of excess water. Yes, And okay. what happens with excess water? Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis and AA batteries. <laughs> 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 so the ditches are overflowing, 
and becoming small lakes for people yeah. or rivers. Yeah. And so when I turn my head, I literally see a guy yes. in a raft with an oar just rafting around in, in the massive ditch in his front yard that in is the, loaded with water. the most happiest face i would say oh he he looks he was having the best day of his life he looks ecstatic and i turn over and i see it and i said this is the most amazing thing ever too. and then all of a sudden and I'm, i i don't think this is going to sound right on the audio but i do think it's important for me to hit play just so people can understand yeah. the volume of what was happening within my truck um this is it the pra practically made our whole life this is <laughs> there it started without me this is literally the sound inside of inside of my truck uh once bethany saw what i was already laughing about <laughs> <laughs> yes it is yes so Bethany literally it loses her marbles, um, and it, uh, was, it was literally the most amazing thing. I actually wanted to pull in his driveway, get some good footage, and shake his hand for making our shake day. His hand. Um, so yeah, but so wait, this there's more. Oh, there's more. So this guy, this guy is just rafting, having a great time in his ditch and then um, a little bit later we're out there with my mom and dad and we look over and now there's two grown men in the ditch literally yeah. in the small well, one lake is running towards and it he and is running into it in his underwear yes. <laughs> full speed yes. and this guy's like belly flopping in it it is like you should have saved this for your preaching i tell you i'm gonna use it After because use i don't it. i don't think we have enough followers in on this podcast podcast for yeah, me to not still you use it, it you know what i mean and so i mean belly flopping running back into the house with his underwear about falling <laughs> off his backside <laughs> i mean it was glorious it we was amazing on video oh, i wish we, we did <laughs> i wish we did but but you know it's funny because um the first thing that i thought about when we thought about um talking about when we thought about when I thought about thought, th thinking, thinking about, about thinking what about I was thinking about, thought and about, um, <laughs> was um, really honestly how much of a moment of joy that was for us. Um, and what I thought about with it is um, for us, just you got to enjoy little moments like that, right? Yeah. You got to enjoy, you know, like. That's what makes life wonderful. I mean, yeah, if you really think about it, there are so many things to be frustrated, upset, disappointed, mad. Dick Dalf, whatever. I mean, fill in the bucket with whatever you want. Um, there's so many reasons to do that. And if we would just open our eyes a little bit to just try to see something good, something worth looking at, you might see a couple of grown men in their underwear playing in a ditch. <laughs> getting awkward now i people promise were, we are jesus were, lovers we're like i thought this was a i thought this was a wholesome marriage <laughs> podcast for me and my small children to listen to and he's done blown it um but 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 really i mean and i'll but say God that taught you a lesson in it right? i'll say that for this for for us um that is part of what makes marriage bliss, right? Mm -hmm. Is like not always getting into the heavy, deep, you know, broken issues, right? That we all have. We all have those problems. We all have those challenges. But being able to just look out and say, um, you got to enjoy this with me for a moment. And, and you've got to invest in some of those things just to be able to look at your wife and say, you got to look out this window so right now. So how do you now. suggest they find something like that? Well, I think open your eyes. <laughs> I mean, here's the reality of it. It's all around. Here's us. the reality is if you walk around looking for the negative, I, you're not going to be surprised. Or, you're going to find a lot okay, of negative. Even better marriage suggestion. Preach it. You become those people. That would be amazing. I would have the best right, time of my going life out, doing that with you. We're going out to the, the church ditch right now. Yeah, huh? we don't have a ditch at our house that's like that. No, we don't. So we'll have to turn the hose on hey, and do that. Janet and them's got that big pond. Yeah. That would be fun, except that you don't swim very well. <laughs> I don't so I'd swim. have to save you. Um, so with, but that would be a good marriage advice. So anyways, um, I, I think it is good marriage advice just to look at the positive. Like, I mean. Just have fun. Just have fun. Enjoy. Lighten up. You know, um, not everything has to be so serious. Um, and just be able to enjoy <laughs> some time together. I think looking the at best people. memories are goofing off memories, I would say. Hey, and you know, a when lot of our. When you get the other spouse to loosen up and just have fun. I'm talking to you, kid. Yeah. You're I, preaching to yourself tonight. I'm talking. I'm talking to someone behind me. I don't know who it is. 
Um, I'll say this Tickle too. Tickle the best. <laughs> um, there's nothing that strengthens a marriage more than people watching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got a good story about <laughs> We've that We've done one. a lot of people My, watching. Uh, Weston Hotel. That's what I was going to say. Watching, go ahead. Watching people ice skate and fall. Um, That's pretty. We watched that for... Two hours. Probably a couple hours. Y'all's like, man, these people ain't got no life. Well, I could tell the story of why we were people watching well, and we've got skating. other things to talk about, Beth. Okay, so we don't need to get into all <laughs> that quite yet. Save it for another night. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, you know, we want to start off by saying enjoy what's around you. Open your eyes. Don't get caught up in all the negative. It's so easy to do that, especially in marriage, I think, uh, because of really what we're going to lead into reality reality see and and we're gonna look at this segue here okay you helped me with this and Mm -hmm. this is gonna be smooth okay so we're trying to move from rafts into reality okay okay? um and we're as we talk about reality what we're really getting into is perception versus reality which is going to be pretty deep and pretty heavy and pretty good i think at least (laughs) so as we're getting there there's a great little Segway story. Okay. Right? And it's the jet ski story. Yes. And jet skis are kind of like rafts with engines. Yeah. I mean, can we say that? Petrifying engines. I think (laughs) the next jet ski ad should be rafts with engines. What do you think? You think they're going to go for that? Um, With the right branding, you could pull that off. So, Beth and I, um, we went on a vacation down to Destin, Florida, right? Miami. Nope. This is Destin because okay. we didn't have any kids with us. We didn't have any kids in Miami either. Yeah, this we, was Miami. Oh, was it Miami? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. that's right. So okay. Miami. <laughs> so I was down. Um, I was um, with a company and um, I served on like an advisory board for this company. Um, and they were having their conference. So it was probably conference. like six years ago because it was before Naomi. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were, it was down in Miami. They were having a, a huge conference. And so they had said to me, hey, um, uh, we'll pay for your travel and we'll pay for your rooms. Pray and <laughs> They didn't pay for my rooms, but they, they paid for our rooms and all travel and all that stuff to be able to go down. So all we had to do was pay for your ticket to get down. Yep. That was all we had to do. Um, and so for 200 bucks, you were coming down to Miami with me. Mm-hmm. And so we went, we went down to Miami and uh, this conference gave opportunity for a lot of free time, which was fantastic. It yeah. was a perfect reason for me bring bethany with me and so we had made the decision look this is maybe the only time that it's just going to be me and her down south being able to really just go do something we've never done before and we looked at each other and we said why don't we go jet ski why do i always call it a sea do is it called a sea do well sea do is a brand of jet ski okay okay this is not a sponsored podcast beth no if <laughs> if sea do wants to sponsor this podcast we will re-record this as a sea do <laughs> yeah, exactly limitations <laughs> yeah, we, oh, we don't have any sponsors work, yet yeah. <laughs> we need to get some people to sponsor this podcast i think it'd be great um for so we the, thought this was going to be like a dream trip neither of us had got to do a See you do before. Jet ski. A jet ski before. And we thought, oh my gosh, we don't have kids. This is a once in a lifetime mm-hmm. opportunity to go ride a jet ski. But we, we made, a, we, so we made a couple mistakes in our decision to go jet ski. Not enough sunblock. Well, I'm not even worried about, I forgot about those mistakes. The number one mistake was we decided we would just get on the jet skis right there at the beach, right? It just well, made first sense. Off, you could. How did we get there? Hold on, you gotta wait all because right, I gotta right. get to that girl. Ahead. Man, she's so jumpy, people. <laughs> um, so we had to we had to make the decision that hey, we were going to go and we were going to get on a jet ski, but to do so, we planned to get on them at the beach. The problem was the waters were really, really rough that day. Yeah. And so I called and they were like, we are not running any jet skis because the waters are too rough. And I called multiple jet ski rental places to hear the same news. And it was our only day to do it. It was our only day to do it. And so I kept calling until we finally found a place that was on the other side of town. And they said, the yes, bay, I think. they were they were at the bay and they were like, yes, you can rent a jet ski. And they told us all the things. And so we're like, okay. We're coming. They should have told us the other now, things. <laughs> we didn't have any car. Um, and so we decided, hey, this will be fun. Why don't we rent bikes? All of our dreams come true in one vacation. Yeah, we're going to do it all in one day. Yeah. Let alone. 
So we were like, we're going to rent bicycles mm -hmm. and we're going to ride bicycles from where we are all the way, the to, the way to the bay. And how long was that? Was it I like, don't remember, but we had to literally was like... Was it more than 12 miles, wasn't it? I, I'm going to say it was 12,000 miles at this yeah, point because it, it feels it like really it's necessary. <laughs> and we, got, we couldn't find it at first, so we kept... We had yeah, already we, ditched our bikes because you have a certain amount of time to turn them in. And we were walking then, and yeah. like the flattest sandals, so we were getting blisters at this point, <laughs> and we couldn't find it anywhere. Remember? Yep. Mm -hmm. And so, so, anyways, we finally get to the jet ski place. Okay. Which did we see a baby shark while we were waiting? Yeah, we did. You did. I yeah, didn't see which anything. Which was scary. Um, <laughs> not scary, but but what I'll say is, we get all the way there, and um, you have the option, right? So they give the option. Hey, do you just want a free ride? where you can just ride and just kind of get a feel for it for a couple hours or something like that? Or do you want to take the guided tour? Now, we thought, hey, we've never been on a jet ski before. Yeah, we don't know what we're we doing. We don't have a clue what we're doing. It's probably safest for humanity and for our children if we take the guided tour, okay? It's making my stomach sick just thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. Because memory is a scary now, thing. Now, if we back <laughs> up, remember, I called everyone, right, to find out, hey. Yeah. Can I rent a jet ski? And everyone under the sun, the waters are too rough. The waters are too rough. Not once in my brain did I think, Yeah, Wait, why didn't we listen to the them? The waters are too rough to be on a jet ski. Because we thought it's our only time. We have to do we it. Didn't it's care. fine. Right. No rough water's going to stop yeah. me. Well, uh, it doesn't look that bad when they're out there, you know? Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> from, the, from the shore, so, it looks okay. So we, so we get all the way there, and we're like, guided tour is the best option for us because we don't have a clue what we are doing. So <laughs> oh I gosh. took the role of being the steerer and the driver. And Tom doesn't swim, so that makes everyone feel great. Yes, and so <laughs> so we, we, we get in, and I'm feeling actually pretty good. I'm, it's kind of fun. It's kind of cool. Beth's a little nervous, but it's cool. And it's I'm probably laughing, actually. It's a beautiful day. And then the guy who was leading us, okay, and I'm just going to call him name R Ralph at this point because I have no clue what his name was. Ralph um, just takes off on the jet ski and just well, says, follow me. He tells us to me. keep up with him yeah, no matter like, what. Just keep up with me. Just follow me. Ralph is apparently the jet skiing champion of the world <laughs> because he's going 974 miles an hour. I literally hour. feel sick to my song thinking about this memory. It's so scary. So, so he's, he is literally booking it. And the waters are so rough. And oh literally the waters are hitting us so hard that the jet ski, like I'm losing, I can't keep my my hand on the throttle right and yeah and it's slipping off and we're and we're stopping like boom it feels like we are going to flip over especially me because i'm on the back water slipping up underneath me so there is no traction to hold me on other than me clenching to tom's stomach for dear life mm -hmm. and i was literally begging tom at that point, because he just kept going so fast to just drop me anywhere. I didn't care if he dropped me off an island. I wanted to get off of that thing as quickly as possible because I literally was having flashes of my life before me and <laughs> flipping into the ocean and getting ate by a shark or stung by a stingray and dying in that moment. And I wanted off that thing. Yeah. So, so here we are. We're trying to chase Ralph down, and yeah. there is no possible way for me to catch up with this guy. And the guy. waves were going so big that we were basically, like, hopping from wave yes. to wave and praying each time that I didn't slide off. <laughs> so, he, so he was trying to tell us, look, the only way to be able to get speed is you just have to floor it, you and you have them. to go over them. Like, stop, oh stop trying to go slow because it's making it hard. And so we tried that. Yeah. And that got scarier. Yes, it did. And I was like, Tom, please, 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 just stop right now. I don't care. I don't care what that guy says. We're just staying so, here. So here we would. We would fly. We would finally. And he's like sitting and we there. We were trying to be brave for a while. Yes, though, yes, we before were. Before the madness was. So he's sitting there, you know, waiting on us. We can see him, you know, 1,200 miles away. <laughs> we're trying to catch up. He's sitting there, you know, he's literally sculpting a statue while he's waiting on us. No, he's probably doing flips or something amazing. <laughs> yeah, he was doing circles and donuts or whatever but anyways and so by the time we get to him it's like oh finally sigh of relief and he's like ah this is so-and-so's house he follow me he was giving me. us a tour Ooh, of yeah, miami yeah. right and yeah. so he was telling us this is some special 
famous Super person's house. house yeah. um, and then that that conversation doesn't take long. I mean, it's like yeah. eight words. And then guess what he's doing? Flooring he's slamming the throttle and he's gone. And I just now caught my breath. I just now like <laughs> calm down. I'm like wiping the sweat from my brow. And I'm oh like, my gosh. oh my gosh, we got to do this again, man. <laughs> And so we, we literally we chase this guy right in then. every two minutes. We're just saying to each other, this is the worst idea That's, we have ever had in our lives. We probably prayed more in that moment than our entire lives. Yeah, we got very close to Jesus. I literally that day. thought, I'm dying, and that's it. A shark is eating me, and that's it. That's what's happening. The thought of going into that water to me was absolutely petrifying. And oh, yeah. I didn't know why I thought I would be safe on that. I don't I, know why. I don't know what you were thinking. Um, <laughs> you were safer. You were in control. You could at least feel. I was, I was like, uh, I don't even know what the word is. Just hanging on for dear life. You were just uh, hanging on. I, w- I was like Chris Farley in the movie when he holds on to the plant. To the little plant. Yeah, you were. Please hold, hold, <laughs> Please hold, hold strong, strong, little root. Little root. Um, so, so, you know, we, we live and we park and we're like, we literally look at each other and we're like, we're never doing that again. But we know. Even now. He like, probably talks about us now. Oh, he cracks you up about us. You know he has to. <laughs> he was like, I had these couple boys. Or a couple boys. <laughs> no, not couple boys. <laughs> From uh, Ohio. He did, he did stop one time to take a picture of us. Yeah. To, to capture that moment, which we smiled. And <laughs> somehow we made it through that. But it's we'll a have funny to, memory We'll now. have to post that picture yeah, um, uh, when we when we put it up. Um, Gosh. Uh, but I do not recommend. Well, I don't recommend <laughs> jet skiing with a guide when all of the other jet ski locations are closed because yes. the waters are too rough. Yes, take our advice. It is petrifying. These experts are experts. You should listen to them. <laughs> I think that if the water had been still and we just wanted to do our own yeah. little drive, we would have enjoyed it. It would have been wonderful and it would have been great. But I think we should also next time be on something that doesn't have sharks and stingrays or the possibility of something eating you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to be the case if you're on a jet ski. <laughs> We're going to go to a lake. Oh, okay. We can go I guess to a lake we could that do that. It doesn't have crocodiles or anything. Okay. <laughs> snapping turtles? Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, we go canoeing. Okay. And snappers. Okay, good. All right. Well, what, what we're getting at with that is um, our perception of what we thought ski doing. Um, yeah. We thought it was going to be the jet most skiing amazing was going thing. to be the most beautiful day in Miami. Like we're actually doing it. We're doing something cool. Doing like something crazy. You always see those people on the ocean. You're like, I want to do that. That looks fun. And then you do it, and you're like, I hate them. That does not look fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst idea. Why did you inspire me to do something so terrifying? So, so it's interesting because um, <laughs> you know. So okay, rafting, jet ski reality okay um so we're getting there so you know our perception was that it was going to be this amazing beautiful just you know great time that we we never did oh it is and and you guys know stories are my currency that's how that's my my favorite form of currency um and so we appreciate the story and we use the story to our advantage many many times i never want to be in that moment again. especially with this new sponsorship from sea um so yeah um, they're probably going to call us if you go to a sea dealer now you'll get 50 (laughs) dollars off (laughs) stop at your local sea association um uh but but again (laughs) there was this perception of what we thought it was going to be and the reality was so different. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's challenging. Um, I think marriage is very much so like that. Well, we did have to bike all the way after that as well. Oh, then we had to bike back. Yeah, we had to find bikes again, <laughs> walk to another bike rental, and then bike uh, all the way back, sunburnt, exhausted, shaky. We probably held each other for a long time and thanked go, God for being alive. Go team for the win. Um, <laughs> but... Um, but marriage is very much so like that, right? I mean, a lot of times you have this perception that everything is going to be perfect. Everything is going to be great. This person is going to do everything I ask them to do. They're going to go with me everywhere <laughs> I want to go. They will always serve me when They I will want always it. believe in me. They will always say everything that I say is right. They will always like the same things that I like. And they will dislike the same things that I dislike. And then all of a sudden, you tie the knot, you get married, and then you walk through the front door and you put your shoes in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. And it all begins. And I think it's um, I think it's such a challenging thing for most of us to come to the reality um, that our perceptions are usually 
a pretty big problem uh, because it is, if you think about any argument, any conflict, any struggle, it's usually because it's a different of, it's a difference of, of perspective. Um, someone has a very You're clear so idea. <laughs> someone has a very clear and understanding of what they expect or what they want or what they desire. That other person also has the, their own <laughs> perspective. I feel like mine are always like these huge, crazy, Oh my gosh, it's insane, people. <laughs> what I dream up compared to what you dream up. Listen, listen. There was there was You're a time. You're a straight shooter, I would say. There was a time. And I'm the dreamer. I'll never forget this. <laughs> um, Bethany's birthday was coming up, and Bethany said, "You've not even thought about my birthday, dream have big you?" Big or go home. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Bethany says, "You haven't even thought about my birthday, have you?" And I was like, "Actually, Kit. No, actually, no, we had code, I think." Yeah. I said, actually, yes, I have, and I already have plans. And I have a surprise for you. And I have said. a surprise for you. And Bethany, <laughs> Bethany has this ability to to literally take you. You could you could be like Bethany. I have something for you, and she's gonna look at you, and you'd be like, "You bought me a new house." And you're like, oh, "No, I." The I, biggest I, thing I could possibly think. I about. got you this chocolate bar that I know you love, and now the chocolate bar is worth nothing to you. <laughs> no chocolate for you. Um, and so that that's that is my life. Okay, that is always now my I'm life. I'm getting excited, like you really do have a friend. I don't have me. anything for you. Here's your candle, your electronic candle. Um, I'll get you some new batteries for it. But you know, and, and so this birthday, I'm yeah. I'm like actually I already have a surprise plan for you. Yeah. And so Bethany, I I'm not kidding. It didn't take her two seconds. <laughs> the next thing out of her mouth. Now at that time, her sister was living in Japan. Okay, people. Sister is living in Japan. It would have been a good idea. Immediately, okay? the words out of her mouth was, "Oh my gosh, you are flying me to Japan to stay with Vanna for two weeks." <laughs> and I was like. Well, what the heck? Now, now I got nothing. Like it doesn't matter what I, I say. I remember what you got me now, unless it was a surprise uh, party. It was it was the surprise okay, party, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, but you got me good. Somehow I didn't know that was gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know. I even told you I had a surprise for you because you were still glued into Japan. Yeah, I think. I guess so. Um, I still thought you were maybe tricking me in. <laughs> even at the surprise party, they're all like surprise, and she's like Japan. You know, where's every where, tickets here? Where are the tickets? Are they here or are they? still in the car um, but but there's this there's this perception in reality that it honestly gets a lot of people in trouble it gets a lot of marriages in trouble it gets a lot of relationships in trouble because people have their own perspective their own perception of what is going to happen yeah and it and it happens in such a way that Look, if you get your hopes so wrapped up into something and it doesn't work out, it can derail the rest of everything. I'll be the first one to admit, I'm definitely that person, I feel like. I feel like you're really good at, um, what's the word? Like having the right perspective in like almost all situations. And, and maybe it annoys you, doesn't it? A lot of times it does at first, okay? <laughs> Why don't you listen to all my thoughts? Oh, you just always find a way to be positive. Well, okay, so we got in a fight the other night, and the whole time, I'm going to say it now, Go but ahead. I don't want to do it. Go ahead. But I knew you were right. For some reason, I wanted to keep arguing with you, because I wanted you to say sorry, okay? <laughs> this is this is our life, people. Like sometimes I know in my mind that you're already right, and I'm not saying you're always right, because you definitely aren't. You can be mean, too. <laughs> Don't worry. We can edit that out. Go ahead. <laughs> but, like, you're very good at having the right perspective on and if I can actually just stop all of my feelings and sensitivities and listen to you, this this is turning into a praise you. <laughs> Man, I did not plan for this, but this is just. But while right you in. were saying all this, I was like, "Gosh, you really are good at that, good at that," because it's true. You you do have a you're just a leader like that that you have the ability to have the right perspective on what's really happening. Well, I and like. I, but I think I think it's important. But that's why God gave me you. Well, that's exactly it. Because right. I'm a screw up and you're apparently perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I and have something called feelings and you don't. It <laughs> only took us three episodes to get here, people. I'm very pleased at that. No, I think the reality is um, it's 
everyone is wired differently. Yeah, definitely. Everyone has their own emotional and our backgrounds responses. Are completely different. Yeah, they have their own emotional responses, their own feelings, their own um, way of looking at things. And I, I think it's um, I think it's it's more common for people to to fall into that 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 disappointment or that frustration or whatever it is. I think it's I think it happens a lot. I think that's why so many marriages and relationships end up the way that they do unfortunately is because it's a difference of perspective you know i laugh because you see things like you know um the women saying you know he's not doing xyz and then you got the guy who's saying well she never said to do that you know Mm -hmm. and she's like why i shouldn't have to say it i why do you wait for me to say to do something for you to do something and all the stories go on go on and on and on and on right um but there's a there's a difference and that's why communication is so incredibly Mm -hmm. important and it's hard because in the heat of the moment yeah there is not clear thoughts happening. No. There are Everyone emotions. Everyone just wants to be right. There I know are I emotions. Want to be right. Right. You want to be right. Oh, I know I am right. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's just getting you over to that side. It's typically what I'm trying to do here. But, but, but there is this. Until I make you say sorry. Right. So there, I is can this, feel there is this. There is this. Yeah, Bethany does it like this. Bethany comes to me and she says, "Do you have anything to say?" When she's actually coming with the intent to apologize to me. (laughs) She's coming to me to apologize. The other night, she came to me to apologize. (laughs) And she stood in front of me. She was like, do you have anything you'd like to say? I wanted him to uh, and say I'm like, sorry, Ben. No, I think I'm good. Uh, and, and but you wanted me to say sorry. You can go ahead and admit you're wrong for doing so that. So that you could say sorry. I mean, that's really what it was, right? Um, I would have felt better about apologizing if you would have said sorry first. But <laughs> this is what marriage. This is real marriage, people. Listen to me. If this it, this is probably as real as it has gotten. So I mean, I guess the other two episodes were real. Uh, yeah, but so but we this, were really this but there. this is real because. Um, because this is this is really what happens a lot in marriage. Yeah. Marriage is um, is this idea that so many people have have experienced, and, and and I think people do that with us, right? Where people have said, "Oh, I wish I had X, Y, Z," you know. Um, but this is where we're even saying, "Look, you think we don't bicker and yeah. argue about stuff." It happens. Yeah, we definitely do. I mean, even though we have an amazing relationship. Um, we do. We fight a lot. And th- we, not like huge fights, like petty fights of silly things. It's all really silly. I guess sometimes could be big things, but mostly petty. Yeah. But we we show our children, like, mommy and daddy fight, too. We are not perfect. Like, we right. all have disagreements. But the important thing is we come back together. We apologize. We love each other, even if we have little silly fights. Well, and I'd say the conflict for us is never left undone. Yeah. It always comes to a resolution. Oh, yeah, it has to. It has to come to a resolution (laughs) or Bethany would never be able to sleep. Um, Yeah. There have been nights when there's tried to be... You're making me look like a really bad person, but all the women out there, raise your hands, okay? No, 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 Listen, I'm not trying to do that. Um, What I'm saying is that You can go to sleep after a fight. I can go to sleep right now if you want me to. And that's, as a woman, that's super annoying. We want to resolve it. Correct. Just so you know, the Bible says not to go to sleep angry remember what's that scripture it says don't let the sun go down on yeah. your anger so i'm just trying to be the biblical wife that's the thing though <laughs> if the sun is already down <laughs> and it starts i have the next 24 hours before it goes down um but but, but i need it resolved for my peace right and i understand that Right, yeah. and I know that. But sometimes, and so mad and I would say ninety-five percent of the time, maybe even ninety-eight percent of the time, there's always a resolution to whatever that conflict. Or after a few, but of here's my the deal. In the bed. Here's the deal. <laughs> sometimes your resolution to conflict is we agree to disagree. Yeah, that's it does, true. And, and this is a this is but, a tough which thing. Which is hard for me to accept. Yeah, this is this is a tough thing because you never care. Why don't you care? Don't you want to agree with me on everything? I, no, it's okay. I, I've always wanted to agree on everything. So this this is where I'm leading to is that I we have this counseling. we have this perception with marriage, guys, that when you get married, um, this person is going to like, feel, be exactly like you, and want to do all the things, but, same things as you. But the thing that attracted you to that person 
isn't you, right? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, now I'm thinking about a really funny Seinfeld reference where Jerry actually ends up. I know it's great, but just go with me here. Jerry ends up dating a girl and she is, she looks very similar to Jerry and she literally has <laughs> like the same now. mannerisms and everything. And then all of a sudden that his friends look at him and like, you do realize you're dating yourself. Like yeah. she is exactly you. Um, we do have a lot of similarities, but we have major differences. Absolutely. Too. And that's the thing is that the things that, um, that make us different is part of what makes us work so well together. Yeah. And what we often do in marriage is we find ourselves trying to form this person to be more like yourself. Instead of appreciating their... Instead of appreciating them, right? For the way that they are and the way that they see and the way that... Like, like I, I, I've said it um, not too long ago um, that if there's anyone who struggles with empathy, that they just need to come sit by you for a little while. Uh, because you are empathetic for everything, even inanimate objects. Um, Except when I'm mad at you. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about for me. I mean, you, I mean, you have no empathy for me. I'm talking about, I'm talking about things like that box doesn't yeah, have another true. box by it. I know, it's and sad. I feel bad Look for that it. box. It's true. <laughs> and, and so, so literally, that is the way you think. And so, because of that. Emotional connection to nothingness. Uh, <laughs> but there's always the something, real remember? things. There is no such thing as nothingness. Right. But the real <laughs> things are that much more important for you. And so, like, I have to recognize, okay, this is something that um, emotionally is really messing with her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't always just play it off. Now, I'm not saying that there's not times that I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's many we'll times that. that I do where I try to rush to a conclusion and I try to rush to listen. I'm the first one to tell you that when it comes to conflict, my first thing to do is to hurry up and patch it up so that we can move on. And I okay? think a lot of men are like that because at least for you and your job, you fix problems all day. Right. So by the time you get home, you're done dealing with problems. Whereas I'm ready to share all of my problems and all of my heart and you're done with that. So yes. we've definitely had a learning curve there with you realizing that I still need to be heard in those situations. Right. Yeah. And and that is again from my perspective, you know, I I work in, in such a way that when I say this is the solution the response is okay. We'll do that. Yeah, because you're the boss. Right. When I come Which, home, I mean, you still are. When the I boss, come home, but... I lose all my privilege of being the boss. <laughs> I guess. Because um, I feel hard. Because and feelings. well, because there's more emotions to it. You yeah. know, it's not just solving a problem. It's not just fixing a process. Yeah. Um. It is. There's. There's so much emotions more of an emotional of, yeah. element to that, and and that is, you know, when when you think about the reality of what happens in marriage. This is why I'm getting at most of the conflict happens because of a difference of perception. Mm -hmm. We look at the same issue completely differently. We we look at um, how we should feel about the exact same issue differently. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I would say both of us were in a boat in marriage where we felt like it was our job to make sure that the other person came over to my side mm-hmm. and they feel the same feelings I that I be feel. Right. Well, not just, not even just, <laughs> I want to be right. It could, but, but not just, I want to be right, but also I want to be in unity. Mm-hmm. And that's where yeah. I think, that's where I think it's more important for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, you have a, you have a personality um, where, you just want everyone to get along. Like you just want it all to come together. You just want it all to be all fine and, and sure. all good and dandy. And I need everything to be happy. And in marriage, for you, <laughs> a lot of times that perspective was we agree and we have the exact same opinion on every single thing that happens. Yeah. And I think we mentioned it in one of the earlier episodes. That for me was a big struggle when we first got married. I wanted to agree on everything and that was a huge learning curve that I'm still learning but I've got I've grown hugely in that area but right. that was really hard for me. But th- I think that's again one of those perceptions, yeah. right? This perception is I'm becoming one with this person. We're best friends. And so, you know, it's like transformers the when they come thing. together, they do all these mighty thing wonderful things yeah. together, but they connect and they got all these things right. Well, if 
if we don't actually believe the same on this topic or we don't think the same way about this topic or we don't subscribe to the same theory about this, then everything is wrong. Yeah, that's how I feel for sure. <laughs> Especially then. Everything is wrong. Everything was wrong. I made the wrong decision. This is very, well, very Well, right. Bad. You guys already know. You guys already know, right? That she, every month, she had to debate on whether she was staying with me. Yeah. So once she was stuck so with me, then she was like, oh, no. What have I done? Um, and, uh, and so I, you know, I think it's important for, you know, if you are, if you are married or you are in a relationship or you're planning to be, um, you know, it is so important that you have to understand you have two people that are going to have very different perspectives of things. And it is not, in, in many of these cases, it's not that one is right or one is wrong. Um, it's just that they're different. And we have to be okay. Like you have to be okay in marriage with being different. Uh, I mean, these are, it is such a unique thing. And I, I know it's unique for us, especially because, you know, we talked about this just a few moments ago that we became adults together, right? Yeah. We became adults together. And so we went through that process of learning and understanding how to, how to rule the world um, mm -hmm. as a couple. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, they just want to get, everything lining up exactly the way that they want it. And that's just not reality. It isn't reality. I think too, it's a constant asking Jesus to help you appreciate their differences. Like, and I think it's also just, um, a tool of the enemy too, to constantly as the woman, I think with that fight for being in control, which is not the way that God made it, that you're the leader. I think there there is a tool there that the devil uses to constantly try to make the wife annoyed about something. And I think it's a constant checking point, at least for me, with the Holy Spirit. Like, why are you even getting annoyed about that? Like, why is that something to fight about? And trying to step back, like you said, and change perspective and be like, the fact that you like the people's court and I don't. Why, I love the people's court, like, why man. Why should I let that bother me? Like I love watching my design shows all the time, but so in order for me to be a better wife, I need to constantly evaluate and be like, Lord, help me to be okay with his differences and let him enjoy the things that he likes. And he let, he lets me enjoy the things that I like. And we're still going to be in unity because you know, Right. I just lost my train of thought. On right. That. Well, no, 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 you because because we are one at the end of the day, yeah. you know, and it's it's no different than um, in any experience and anything. There, I mean, let's just talk about food. Yeah. Right. We love food. Yeah. Isn't food great? Yeah. Food's wonderful. Um, but I know that vegetables are of the devil. <laughs> I know it. I I haven't figured I'm it out you yet. Take that um, back because you like a I lot of vegetables now. That <laughs> know, was me. I've been working you. too hard for you, you to have say worked, that. You've worked for fifteen years while me <laughs> all about that. Have a fight after this, bro. Um, <laughs> but but just as we have taste buds that respond differently, like yeah. I, hey, get me a plate of onion rings. I'm a happy dude. Bethany, if the word onion is even close to it, even onion powder, she's terrified. Um, and so, you know, for us, just as your taste buds, they have different things that they respond to. We as people are the same way. And yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean just because they like something different. Now, I think, of course, I'm going to do this for my claws queen. I'm not saying that it... You know, they should be good, legal, wholesome things, right? I'm not saying they should yeah. be evil, you know, um, yeah. I, I really love, you know, doing satanic stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, that's not, that's not what <laughs> yeah, I'm talking don't about. Don't support them in something um, that's ungodly. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying um, is, you know, you can't allow your perspective of the perfect, rosy, everything's great um, Im imagination that you've built around this to derail your opportunity for happiness mm -hmm. because so many people and this is going you guys didn't think this is going to make sense but it's about to make sense <laughs> it goes right back to the boys rafting okay mm -hmm. we could choose there's all so much stuff that's going on in our lives there's so many things that are going on in the lives of those around us in the world that we could continue to look in a negative light, we could look in a negative way, and what that does to you emotionally is it keeps you, you evaluate everything with that negative lens. 
It is there and it makes it so hard to get out of it. But when you can just go into the day and you can go into what you're doing with some positivity, you can find an opportunity to look out the side window and find some guys rafting in their ditch <laughs> and and have a moment of joy because you're choosing to look for joy. You're not choosing to look. And it's the same way with your spouse or with your your uh, um, you know your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, fill in the blank with whatever. When you look at them, you have to be willing to look at them with grace. You have to be willing to look at them um, in a different way than, well, he still didn't do this or she still didn't do that or whatever, you know, however you want to throw that out there. I was going to say, too, something that you've talked a lot about just in your sermons and stuff like that and just in our life. A, we know the devil wants to destroy marriage. So yeah. he's going to do whatever he can to make division between the husband and the wife. And I think one of the greatest things that you have taught me is is to not take the offense. Like mm -hmm. the devil is constantly looking for ways for you to take the offense with people, but especially with your own spouse. There's so many things, even little things that we could choose to be offended about. And we've got to have our guard up to say, hey, why am I getting offended at this? And why would I have offense at my husband about this? Unless it's, mm -hmm. of course, something serious that, right. you know, does need to be held, um, held with prayer. Right. But... We know that Satan wants to destroy marriage. And if we are continually, just kind of, like you said, we got to look at the positive. But if we're continually having a negative outlook and looking to take the offense in all situations, mm -hmm. like there has been days, you know, where I felt hormonal or something and my perception is way off. Oh, yeah. And everything that you do, everything that you do, I'm looking at with a negative lens. Mm -hmm. Well, he didn't say I looked pretty today. Like... He's being so rude. Like, he doesn't even love me anymore. He doesn't even like me anymore. And this... That this escalated is, quick. Yeah. Well, this is how... <laughs> I'm saying this is how the devil works. Right. If you choose to go down that rabbit trail, mm -hmm. Satan can continue to plant seeds in you that say, well, why didn't he do that? Did he not even... Did he not hold your hand today? Did he not... And he'll keep building on that until you have such an offense against yeah. your husband <laughs> that mm -hmm. it's about to blow up. But... Yeah. Did I tell you how pretty you look today? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but that's how the devil works. He wants to destroy us. So you've got to make sure you've got your Holy Spirit guard up yeah. to say, whoa, hang on. Let me put the right perspective back on. He loves me. Mm -hmm. He worked really hard today. He's exhausted. Like, let me give him some, what's the word? Grace? Yeah. Give, let me give him some grace. Of course he loves me. He's tired tonight. No, he didn't feel like massaging my feet. He's not a jerk because of that. <laughs> like, he's so exhausted. Like, can I put myself in his shoes and not be offended at him? And no, just go back to the root of his heart that he loves me and remind myself of that. And that's something I'm not afraid to admit. I fall in a trap of a lot. And I think just as as women, sometimes we can be very self-conscious and we can we can easily create our own offense that isn't even there. Yeah. We can accuse our husband of all sorts of things just because we're feeling self-conscious ourselves. And I think a lot of women probably deal with that, that, you know, when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of me and he's like, hey, it's happening again. You're letting this happen. Your perspective is all wrong. Right. Remember, come back to the beginning. Remember how he loves you. Remember what he thinks about you. Like, he's just tired tonight. It's okay. Like, so we've got to keep realigning ourselves with the truth instead of with the offense that the enemy wants us to have. Yeah. And, you know, even if you don't know Christ yet, the devil is constantly going to be making you offended on all sorts of yeah. things, even if. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to be offended. I mean, you think about, you, I mean, listen, there are so many stories and, I mean, just little things that you could get offended at. The seat was left up, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have that problem. Yeah, you don't but, really ever do but, that. But, I mean, like, but you've heard that, right? Yeah. You've heard that. The seat's left up. Um, didn't change the toilet paper roll. Um, um, you know, left the sink dirty. Like, literally. And I think you, it depends on... What kind of, what are those things called, like, your love? Love language. Love language. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. 
Mine is what is it? What was it called? Um, I think all the I words. think yours Affection? are yes, yes. Like mm-hmm. you complimenting me and noticing me, like that's what I need. Right. And so if you aren't doing those things, that's when I start to build an offensive wall. Right. Like what's going on? He's my enemy now. He doesn't love me anymore. Everything's right. wrong, and it spirals out of control to where the fight starts. So. Right. If we can continue to go back to that truth. Well, and that's and that's the the idea is that it's easy to be offended. Yeah. Like you it doesn't you take much. About I mean, there's a lot of things that you could focus on to be offended about. And it is a decision. You have to make a decision to say, I'm not just going to find myself to be easily offended. <laughs> I mean, there are so many people who are walking through life who are easily offended and there is no joy in that and i mean those people can find themselves being offended at someone doing a nice thing right i mean there's you can get offended at anything oh my gosh yeah and so that's something you have to constantly remind yourself of i think yeah you have to go back to that and remember wait god doesn't want me to be like that well and we've we've said this to each other i know we've said this um and at times it's a good thing to remind us of but I think it's a it's a good thing for you to be thinking about if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking about your own relationship. Um, I w- I have said this to Bethany, and I know you've said it back to me, where we've said to each other, "You know my heart," right? You definitely you, have said it to me for yeah, sure. Like and you, I have said it to you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I just said. I know. <laughs> I messed up, okay? Gosh, thanks for telling everyone. I'm like... Point it out to the world. I'm like, you've said this to me, and I've said this to you. And then I say it, and then you're like, well, I know that you've said it to well, me. what do you call and me? And I know that I've said it to you. you She's the, the repeater. Oh, she repeats you things. You made me do it. Anyways, um, but, but we've said to each other... You know my heart, right? So mm-hmm. even in times where it is heated and there's emotions, it is important for us to remember what their heart is for you, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I say this, you should know what your husband or your wife's heart is mm-hmm. towards you. And if not, you should be pursuing it. Yes. Even if they're not. Absolutely. Because I, I do think it's so important to know what their heart really is towards you. Because if you truly know what their heart is towards you, even when they mess up, even when they get angry, even when they sin, okay? Mm-hmm. You got to know their heart Mm -hmm. towards you. Because if you truly know what is in their heart, and if you truly believe what is in their heart, that is where grace comes in. And that is what Jesus does with us, right? If Jesus, at the end of the day, right, Paul talks about sinning, and he's like, no, grace isn't a license to sin. That is not what grace is. You guys are getting this wrong. You're not reading this right. And it's the same way. Just because I have her heart, just because she wears my ring, doesn't give me the license now to do whatever the heck I want and say, na 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 whatever. You're stuck with me. Right? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I don't know. I, and what is the saying? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's a saying. I'll figure it out. No, no, no. I was thinking of a bad song. <laughs> yeah, we can't quote that song because they are also not sponsoring this podcast. But... But the idea, though, <laughs> that I'm trying to get to is that we cannot, um, we can't not know the other person's heart. Because if you know their heart, it's like Jesus, right? Jesus knows our hearts. And that is where grace comes in. Because at the end of the day, he knows our hearts. He knows what we really want to do. He knows who we really want to be. He knows how we really want to carry ourselves. And so because of that, there is this application of grace that comes in that makes it all okay. That makes us get better. That makes us work through it. We have to apply that same type of logic, that same ideology in our marriages, where at the end of the day, I know her heart no matter what. I know the words that just came out of her mouth are hurtful or out of his mouth were hurtful. I know that his actions are not what I would condone. I know that her actions are not something that I would appreciate or want. But at the end of the day, (laughs) I know her heart and I know his heart. And so I have grace that I can apply to all all of these conversations all of these things all of these all of these emotions because that is how you get your reality to be okay otherwise if you are leading with your perception it is not going to go well yeah. you've got to get the right perspective on i think daily i think daily you need to remind yourself you know 
marriage. And, well, I know we do. And the commitment that you made. If you right. made a commitment to someone, you're going to choose to serve them and love them no matter what. And I feel like I've talked with several people before that have been struggling in relationships and... You know, they've mentioned things about how he never compliments them or different things like that. And I always say to that, well, have you complimented him? Are you still pursuing his heart? Because I think sometimes we could feel like they're not complimenting us. They're not encouraging us. And we put up this fence. Like, fine, if he isn't going to do anything, I ain't doing anything. I'm going to wait and see who does it first. I'm going to not say anything to him. Not going to show any emotion to him till I see him do it. And it's such the wrong thing to have. We should Mm -hmm. constantly be pursuing each other. And if he isn't, okay, well, how can I have grace for him today? How can I serve him and show him I love him? How can I love him so much that he returns it back to me? You know, and and not saying you're doing it to get something out of it. Right, 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 right. You show, you change, well, that's going to come out wrong. You love people until... They, they, they want to love you back because yeah. they see it in you and they see that it's real and that's going to spread to them. And they're uh, going to return that when you're filling them up and encouraging them, even when they're not. You're never per- stop pursuing them. Yeah, no, I think that's a... Did I think that that's a, right? No, I think it's a good point, okay. what I was going to say to it. Because when you stare at me that for I think, that long, I get nervous. <laughs> well, she hates when I just watch her when she talks, people. Is <laughs> my mouth um, being weird? <laughs> no, what, what, I'm, what I was going to say to that is... Um, you know, it, we talk about you need to know, you know, like we've said to each other, know my heart, okay? Um, and as you're, as you're even asking yourself, you know, do I really know their heart? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good question to ask. Am I doing things... To pursue them. Well, am I doing things so that they know my heart? Yeah. Are my actions, on, are my ways, <laughs> are my things, are my... You know, um, am I truly listening? Am I truly being responsive to where she knows my heart towards her? You know, and it's it's so it is. I mean, I I would say the majority of marriages fall apart because of communication issues, yeah. because of because um, of not encouraging each other. And yeah, man. I mean, listen. I, I always say I have always said this, and I will always say this. That Bethany is my cheerleader. Okay, there are so many things in my own life. Like people, people will look at us and they'll say, "I don't know how you guys do all that. I don't know how you balance everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do." And I, I always say, "Look, Bethany is my cheerleader. She encourages me, even even though no, I don't struggle with confidence. I don't struggle with issues like that." She is always behind me saying, wow, you're doing an amazing job. Wow, you're doing the best of this. And so y'all got her to blame for, <laughs> for the reason I am the way that I am. Because that's ever, since the beginning, that has been her. You know, that she has always been behind me saying, you're the best at everything. No one can do any better than you. And you're just the greatest, greatness of great, great. Um, and it's because of that encouragement. Right. It's because of that encouragement that has helped me to accomplish so many things in my life because she has always believed in me. And so when I say, you know, when I say they should, you know, you need to know their heart, you need to make sure that your actions and the things that you are doing are making sure that they know your heart. And I think there's so many people who struggle in relationships and we got to think, well, I mean, some people have, but most of us, it's our first, your first time being married maybe, or, And so they've never done it before. Husbands Mm -hmm. don't know how to be a husband yet. Wives don't know how to be a wife yet. And you've got to have that learning time to teach each other. But, you know, sometimes, and I can only speak to the women since that's mostly who I talk to about marriage, but a lot of people are struggling in their relationships. And I just believe when your husband is not pursuing you in the ways that you would like him to, and he's not encouraging you that, We know that the Bible says love changes everything and love is the most important gift. And that's something I will continue to tell anyone who asks me for advice is even when they're being just so mean and so ugly, how can you love them no matter what through these these horrible, ugly moments where someone's not loving you the way that you should be loved? Because 
we know the Bible says love can change anything. So if you mm-hmm. can love someone so much through their ugliness, I believe that's going to be contagious. If you, if you love them and you're coupling that with continued prayer for your spouse, I believe that it, it's going to change yeah. for you and your marriage is going to get better. Absolutely. So with that, I think that um, I think that's a good spot for us to say that this is going to conclude rafts and reality. Um, we pray that um, that we that we all take this opportunity to really um, get away from sometimes our perception of what we think everything should be and how everything should look. Your perspective right. Get our perspective right. And Marriage isn't perfect. We right. should we admit that we fight. Right. But it it is perfect because we communicate and we apologize. Absolutely. And Bring no. it back around. I agree. And I, I could agree. keep rambling again. That's all good. So we love y'all. We appreciate you um, uh, joining in. We appreciate you sharing this podcast, uh, letting people know um, that there are a couple people here in Goshen who have no clue what they're doing. And it's yeah. funny to listen to them talk about it. We hope there's nuggets of wisdom in there that you can take beyond our laughs and yeah. giggles and... So Ramblings. I, so I actually think I have a couple rafts. You want to go try to go get in that ditch? Yeah, I think okay. it'll be amazing, and right. we'll have a great story for next time. Right. But sounds good. There was something else I was going to say. No, there wasn't. <laughs> That's it. All right, people, we love you. Thank you. Have a great day. Night. Bye bye. Bye.